to Skullcrack, Ireland's first and foremost Magic the Gathering podcast. I'm your host, David Wolf, and I'm joined here by... Kieran and Alan. And each and every week, we bring you all the latest news, tournament reports, and of course, our Deck of the Week. Hey guys, what's the story? It's all good. I've had a, I've had a rough week. Really? Um, I like uh, I <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh. <laughs> no, I, I no, I, I, I made a decision not to watch the leaked episode of Game of Thrones, so I had to spend the oh. whole week uh, avoiding social media oh, okay. um, and people. Um, so uh, if if any big major magic Garden news happened this week, I I don't know about it. Oh, okay. Well, you're in luck because um, no major Magic the Gathering news happened this week. Yes, okay. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, I also avoided watching the leaked Game of Thrones, but that was just because I was too lazy until, so I didn't watch <laughs> episode five until yesterday anyway. So, oh, okay, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Did you watch, have you watched it? No, I watched yet. No, oh, okay. so, so right. listeners don't shout out what happens. Okay, no, yeah. no spoilers. Please, no, <laughs> no spoilers from the audience. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think that's I, why I, we're wearing these headphones. Yes, well, I'm wearing these headphones. <laughs> no, I, I was at work and lunch. Everyone at lunch had 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 seen it, and then someone said, "Alan, oh, you're not tempted to, to to watch it." I'm like, oh, "No, no." I what I wanted to say was, um, "I have no, I didn't, because I have the the mental fortitude of a Shaolin <laughs> monk." But my brain wasn't able to provide me the word Shaolin. I just I just blanked on it and put in Jessica. Oh yeah, the only word it was telling me was Jessica. I was like, <laughs> I can't say Jessica, so I ended up saying, "Yeah, I have the discipline of a." Long pause. Jedi monk. And that was close enough to a pop culture reference that people laughed. Kind of worked. <laughs> Maybe nice. you just felt sorry for me. I don't know. But uh, I can't wait to see it. I like that Jedi or uh, Jeskai was the first. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's good. The first thing that popped into your mind. Yeah. yeah. I just don't like watching leaked stuff like that because I know it'll just leave me then with two weeks of nothing to watch. Exactly. Yeah. So that's so, I generally just don't. Yeah, I put it off until Friday. I was uh, like, yeah, that's good enough of a. Like that I'm not going to have to wait too much longer and but also I'm minimising my chances of being spoiled nice. even though it got spoiled the day that it was leaked for me oh really I've, yeah. I've actually nobody said it to me I saw it on the internet I, I, didn't, I didn't go looking for it either I just saw it I've been quite lucky with that like I haven't been trying to avoid spoilers at all for Game of Thrones this mm. season and uh, I just haven't seen a single spoiler mm. online so that's good fingers yeah. crossed yeah yeah First time I was ever spoiled anything was sat down to play Final Fantasy VII for the first time in the year 1998. Mm-hmm. And uh, my, my friend who lent it to me uh, was sitting down, he'd finish it, and during the open sequence, uh, Ares' face appears, and he just says, She dies! Uh, <laughs> I'm like, Ah, oh, that's sound. terrible. <laughs> Sorry to anyone who buys spoiled this 25 year old game, too. Oh dear. It's 25 years old? It's not more than that. No. No, it's not that no. old. No. Well, 20, 20. 20, 20. 20. okay. Yeah, yeah 1997. Yeah, yeah. It's an easy yeah, yeah. number to add. Yeah. That, that remake is supposed to be coming out soon. Anyway, um, so we have we do have a little bit of Magic the Gathering stuff to talk about. Um, mainly the standard metagame after GP Denver. Um, and we're going to have a tournament report from Alan. Well, yep. we'll, we'll I'll mention mm-hmm. my standard tournament as well. Sure. And uh, then we're going to have our deck or decks of the week, oh. as the case may be. We'll leave that spoiler there for the or that teaser. It's team or energy though. Okay, so we just jump into the to the standard metagame. Yeah. Okay, cool. So we had uh, GP Denver on over the weekend, and the top eight was really interesting. Um, the top eight and the top thirty-two were very interesting. Um, very notably, 
for me anyway, this was one of the most interesting things. Zero copies of Black Green in the top 32. Yeah, that is meant Top 32. Well, no copies of any variation of Black Green. That's bonkers. It's pretty wild. It's really unusual. I think that's just uh, just a once-off, I would have to assume. I think that's just a blip on, yeah, uh, on the Yeah, I would say so. I would say so. But I do think that Black Green is not that well-positioned at the moment. Yeah. I think it's like... I don't know. What, what, what's the bad matchup? What's well, okay, so I, I think the big stories of this turn... Well, uh, let's talk about the standard metagame in general. I think yeah. most people would agree that like, if you're going to have a big three of decks at the moment, they would be Ramanap Red, um, Zombies, and Black Green. But with Teamer Energy a very, very close fourth behind. Yeah. But it seems like Teamer Energy has leapfrogged in this, in this tournament and become kind of one of the, the big three and yeah. uh, left Green Black behind. And I think that Green Black kind of went, it started going with all these um, like Catacomb Sifter and stuff like yeah. that, and oh, Sylvan Advocate, yeah. and like, no, not, not, not more aggressive, the, the other thing. <laughs> oh, more defensive. For two drops. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, but like, you know, there, there are two drops that are pretty good against the aggressive deck, two drops and three okay, drops. Because yeah, yeah. like, Catacomb Sifter provides you two bodies, it ramps you, you can get a bigger board presence early. Sylvan Advocate is a nice 2-3 body. It adds, you know, it's, it's better than Grim Flayer on turn mm-hmm. 2. Grim Flayer usually just trades. Uh, Sylvan Advocate, at the very least, has the potential to trade, you know, with more than one card. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think going for these style of things left it extremely vulnerable to the bigger mid-range decks, such as Teamer Energy and um, the Rise of the God Pharaoh's Gift yeah. decks. Yeah. yeah. And also the blue-white approach of the Second Sun's deck, which did did yeah, that pretty is, well as well. It's, it's popping up, yeah. It yeah. Is. Very interestingly, though, who's the person who brought back that style of black green with the catacomb sifters and the Sylvan Advocates? Who designed that deck? Uh, Brad Nelson. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and who brought Teamer Energy to three copies in the top eight this week at GP Denver? Brad Nelson. Brad Nelson. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, it was, I think it was Brian Braun doing that actually designed this particular copy of... Really? Everyone in our line was saying it was Brad. Well, that's because Brad won. <laughs> no, even before that, though, everyone was saying that Brad... No, I... I, I really, BBD? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I, I was reading uh, a little bit about the tournament today, and apparently... So what happened was that um, the day before the tournament, or I think it was the day before or two days before, uh, Brad Nelson put up a tweet that was like, I seriously have absolutely no idea what deck I'm going to play. He always tweets that out. <laughs> yeah, you know, whatever. He actually does every tournament. He <laughs> I get a pro tour. That's true. Yeah, yeah, but he he had a he had like a poll underneath it, and oh, it was like, okay. um, it, it it wasn't the choice of decks. It wasn't like <laughs> right, what right. deck should I play. It was like um, I can't remember what the question exact question he asked was, uh, but one of the options was seriously, you always do this. All right. <laughs> right, right. So yeah, um, but uh, in, in interviews, I think it was he he credited. Uh, BBD with creating the deck or you know putting together de- the deck list for him and mm-hmm. he was the one who managed to persuade BBD to come okay so they like they were both having doubts about the tournament Brad was having doubts about what to play and BBD was having doubts about whether he wanted to come at all okay and so uh, Brad persuaded BBD to come and said hey, I'll, get, I'll pick you up from the airport or whatever I'll give you a ride um, and BBD said to Brad well here's a deck to play yeah <laughs> Um, okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that, yeah, as far as I know, but like again, I'm sure Brad had input into the deck yeah. list. I mean, yeah, he is yeah. you know very well regarded as like a master of standard. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, it's very cool. Yeah, yeah. So the this yeah the, they kind of what all the all the crack about making history with this. 
top. Yeah, yeah it's kind of weird and hyperbolic, isn't uh, it? I think I, it's, yeah. They just need to have stuff to say during commentary. I think. It's true. It's true. Yeah, like it, it, was, story. it was. It did strike me as a, a big oversell on on the importance of it and. Like Marshall was saying that he can't, you know, he'd never seen anything like this in the history yeah. of magic and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, I, I don't know. I feel like uh, it is their job to create kind of moments and storylines and dazzle you with that type of stuff. Yeah, I suppose that's that's all they had for this one, and then yeah. it's fair enough to be. Yeah. But it is it is like really cool. Like, I mean, the main thing for me, right, is that like I don't think, and kind of Reed Duke said this as well in commentary that he didn't think the deck list was that incredible that it just broke up in the tournament. It's just that you had three of the best players in the tournament playing the deck. Yeah, yeah. like, it's no accident that um, Brad and Corey Baumeister, top eight, the, who are brothers, yeah. uh, top eighted this week. And, like, they also top eighted the last GP, yeah. the, the modern GP. Like, that's mm. not an accident, you know. No. And that, yeah. those are two completely different formats. Yeah. So you, you do have to attribute it to the players to some extent. Definitely. Because, like... Um, but, you know, Teamer Energy was in the top 32 as well. It, it was, yeah. It was represented there. Yeah. But, like, I feel like Teamer is definitely just... It's not a deck that's going to get you free wins, you know mm. what I mean? So, no, no, yeah. no. But the great thing about Teamer, and I still love Teamer as a deck, if I wasn't playing God Pharaoh's Gift, I, I would... 100% be playing Teamer. Mm. Um, thing about Teamer is you never feel completely outclassed by the other deck or you never no. feel like, oh, this is just a terrible matchup and I'm going to lose. Like, you, it's always winnable. Yeah, pretty much. Well, obviously, yeah. games of Magic are always winnable yeah. because your opponent could get flooded or screwed. But, you know, assuming a fair game... You know, well, when I say fair game, I mean assuming no no mana problems on either side. You you mm-hmm. at least always feel like you can win. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Was, yeah, every 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 almost every of your every one of your creatures are two for one once yeah. they resolve. So it's mm-hmm. like you're like even even if you're if you're starting to fall behind once you resolve like a word of Ruchoso or um, a Tyrus Tracker uh, and you can you can suddenly start getting back into the game. So yeah, yeah like that low game feels very losable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And having having blue in your sideboard is a big part of it, I think, as well. Yeah, like so just, yeah, being that. able to pack four negates as yeah. as the lads yeah. get in the top eight, yeah. you know, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah, it's just yeah, negate is just a, a great sideboard card. Um, and then so you know you have the value creatures. Mm-hmm. You know, basically every creature in Teamer is amazing, apart from Servant of the Conduit. I don't think Cub is amazing either. But it can win the game by itself. Yeah, it can. Yeah, 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 and, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and that was like servant by the conduit like, by itself. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and the servant of conduit itself isn't amazing, but lets it play your amazing creatures in turn three. Exactly. Or four. Yeah, yeah. So it's like yeah, yeah, and it's like if you're and like we, we or think, lets you double spell. Yeah, exactly. And I think we, we talked about before how like your uh, your or the the, the blue red deck is just kind of disappeared because it has such a bad matchup against Seamer. It's like if you resolve any of those creatures against uh, control or blue red control, at least uh, you're very far ahead. Even if you resolve like two servant of the conduits, yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. like you're gonna get a significant chunk of damage in, yeah, and put them in a really awkward position for the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. And like harness lightning, basically always kills a gearhulk. And yeah. now the the team decks have a braid as well, yeah. which always kills a gearhulk. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think like the only problem card that blue red control has now is hour of devastation. Mm. Um, but it costs five mana. It's very easy to just put something on the board and make them keep playing counters or removal every turn after that. So they mm. can't just cast a glimmer and then wipe the board the next turn. You know, yeah. You're, usually you can pressure them enough that they, uh, <clears throat> they can't get that comfortable. So, yeah. but that card is very good against you. It kills but creatures. You yeah. also have hasty threats like Glorybringer. Yeah. And true. like, yeah. as we've said many times, if you ever resolve a bristling hydra, 
you're just in such a good position. Feels so good. Well, that's yeah. the thing. Error uh, devastation does kill it pretty yeah, easily. Yeah, but yeah. it can be pumped out of range of error devastation. It, that's tough to do. That. That's yeah. That's yeah. a lot of energy. You need nine energy to do that. But. Yeah. But anyway, it's, that's, it's that's, that's that's why I think error devastation is quite good. But like, yeah. I still don't think I think it's still an awful matchup for blue red. Yeah. Like you need specifically that card. Yeah. But a, a lot of these um, a lot of these blue red decks they really only run one maximum two copies of error devastation. Yeah. Because it's just too slow against like yeah. the red deck. Cost five mana, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and too slow against zombies. Yeah, um, I think like the only way, like blue red can come back is if those decks go away, and then it can somehow, you know, be comfortable running more copies of Arrow De- Devastation to mm-hmm. deal with black green and teamer. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that seems like even black green can very quickly get bigger than five. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, that's that's um, some of the reasons I suppose for teamers resurgence on black rain another thing about black rain is that they were being pushed into um more and more copies of fatal push and uh, grasp of darkness to to combat the mm-hmm. red decks and when you have loads of decks showing up like god pharaoh's gift blue eyed approach yeah you know blue eyed approach having literally no creatures in the main um god pharaoh's gift okay grasp of darkness can be good fatal push not really that good um, you want your creatures in the graveyard anyway. Should black green just be splashing into Jund just so they can play a braid? Uh, yeah, like a braid is pretty much the best removal spell in standard. Yeah, yeah. which is pretty and wild like, when I you think, consider fatal pushes in the format. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Think, like black green, you're running um, you're like you're running a tune and uh, or either a tune or traverse anyway. So yeah, yeah. splash isn't too difficult. And yeah, I think um, those are we do some teamer versions, teamer decks playing like splashing black for the uh, scarab god. Yeah, which is essentially, in, as people described before, it's, it's a it's a free splash. Yeah, yeah. You have so much incidental and yeah. ways to straight cast it. So. Yeah. and you can do that with the cycling lands if you wanted as well. Yeah, and like yeah. So I don't know. Maybe black green just needs a like. I mean, it takes away from from kind of the linear aggressive power mm-hmm. of the deck to, Does, to add yeah. the third color. So maybe it's not worth it at mm-hmm. all. I don't know. I haven't even seen any jump lists to be honest. I yeah. don't know mm-hmm. if it's even viable. I don't know what the mana base looks like, to be honest. Mm-hmm. People were playing that John Monsters deck, but I don't think that was taken seriously enough to maybe uh, evolve to the point where it could compete with the current decks. Um, I think it was good. There was John Gods, like, showed up at the Pro Tour. Yeah, Martin yeah. Uzo was running. Yeah, that was Dickman. Patrick Dickman. Patrick Dickman. But Martin Uza had John Gods at Ammon. Yes, mm-hmm. right. right. That's, yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what I think. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, the deck did certainly did continue for a while. Yeah, um, and it was mainly splashing for what, like Harness Lightning, and maybe a couple of copies on Licensed Integration. Yeah, Is which now on Licensed Disintegration looks like a joke these days. Oh yeah, oh, it's yeah. completely. It's like way too expensive, basically. That's mad, isn't it? Remember how much everyone complained about this card? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was on the band. That was, was on the band wish list. Yeah, um, yeah. I think, I think, I think those uh, the. Jund monsters or Jund gods were like, like a lot of what have, have had um, uh, hard gear and as a two drop yeah hard gear and then falling out of favor yeah exactly yeah yeah. 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 yeah yeah turns off those kind of because like at the very least your gods can always crew mm. hard gear and if, even if they can't attack yeah um yeah so uh, and another thing about black green is uh, dissenters deliverance is basically gone out of sideboards I think yeah so, like you it's... know they were playing a lot in the past but like now it's like it's basically it's difficult for black decks to deal with artifact based decks and green can shore up that weakness but I think that people were slowly removing the dissenters deliverances yeah. week by week from their sideboards 
because there weren't that many artifact-based decks showing up. Yeah, and as well, it is just, like, not really what you want to be doing. People were even playing those in the main deck because they have cycling, you know? Oh, it's, yeah, it like is possible. Tour, yeah. yeah, it is possible to do that. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. But, um... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is for black green. To be honest, I don't think they need to change much. I think naturally things will just swing back in their favor over time. Probably, anyway. yeah. I mean, there's so many different flavors of black green. So many different ways that you can build a deck. Though I think it's just never going to be out of contention for long. Yeah. Um, exactly. And yeah, it just does seem. It does just seem like we have like a, a nice, solid little metagame here where. Mm. Swings and roundabouts kind of each week. I don't know how nice it is when it's all aggro decks verging into mid-range. It's it's uh, pretty samey, you know? I mean, yeah, well, the the blue-red control decks can still do okay, and we saw a bit of blue-red control in the top 32, and, like, the blue-white approach deck kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, there are very much fringe elements to the format, I think. I don't think, that, I don't think there's a healthy representation of, uh, of control. Of control, yeah. Yeah. What about uh, Godfrey's Gift? Where would you put that in? Combo? I guess combo, yeah. It's kind yeah, of like, uh, it's just sort of like, when you're not comboing off, you're just sort of like a below average mid-range deck. Mm. Uh, I suppose they're going to kind of, as elements of a tempo deck in that you're, you can like, plan out, like you can like, make no plays when you turn and just kind of get ready for a big swing, then you know, suddenly you slam down Godfrey's Gift and, mm. or, or, or slam down your, your gate. Mm. And also you just have a big thing on the board. Like you have like, you can set up Instead of, yeah, you, you do just combo off and get a lot of tempo out of nowhere. Yeah, um, that's that true. The game plan. So, well, what about what about the um, the makeup of this top eight in general? So it's it was three teamer energy, mm-hmm. three ramen up red, um, three or sorry, one zombies and one uh, blue white monument. Yeah, which is surprising. Making a bit of a resurgence. Yeah. I think, let me just check the top thirty two. Was there another? Is there another blue white monument in the top thirty two? Did, did you guys notice? Uh, I didn't check it out. It's it's interesting. Just have a quick look through. Uh, yeah, because I'm... people thought what was uh, what was keeping monument out was the red decks, but there's still a lot of red decks running around. But they're much slower now. Mm-hmm. So was that all it took? The like people taking the bad cards out of the red decks to think... to let monument come back? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. I think if you're if you're not like it, I mean because because they are getting bigger and then yeah, go monument the monument decks just go so wide so quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you're not suddenly, if you're not constantly being hit with ace guys, mm. uh, maybe it is enough. And then I, I saw, I saw the game where, uh, where Gregory, um, Michael, Michelle, Michael, Gregory, the pilot of the new white deck, um, <laughs> beating up man because after just destroying um, uh, Marty Beagles, which was nice to watch. Yeah, and it seemed like uh, Marty Beagles yeah. didn't stand a chance. Yeah, uh, even, even when the money didn't come down, um, it seemed. Yeah, I watched uh, game three of that matchup, and like he was like severely behind yeah. the the blue white monument player, and then just, just I think he got a monument down. He was like quite behind, got a monument down, and then just the the Marty vehicles player just basically couldn't attack them for the rest yeah. of the game, and yeah, he just destroyed him. He even paid. I think he paid seven mana once for a oh yeah for a what's it called the 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 guy that flips into a star star. Yeah, Westfield. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, captain. Yeah, captain. Yeah, Westfield yeah. Cult Leader, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, militia Captain. Handwear Militia Captain, yeah. yeah. He played seven mana for a Handwear Militia Captain. <laughs> he basically used a, a Dawn, Dusk Dawn, from his graveyard, yeah. just for that, <laughs> yeah. and then played it. Yeah, because before that, he cast Dusk for... He, he, he cast Dusk to and kill nothing, yeah. just to get in the graveyard. Yeah. Wow. So just, I guess he actually paid 11 mana. Yeah. Isn't that right? Yeah. Dawn, yeah. Dawn is five mana, isn't it? 
Dusk is four, Dawn is five, five and then yeah. Westvale is two. Yeah. Yeah, so he paid 11 mana basically for a. For just for, 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 yeah, for, for, for yeah. and we're a militia captain I, mean, I don't know if that's a, as bad as, ha- as his hand was or if he didn't have a good play or if he just thought alright here's here's how, how I can win uh, yeah I think, I think that was a, yeah, yeah, here's how sick. I can win yeah like all else remaining equal you know because yeah. he, he had the number the required number of pitches yeah. on the board yeah. to flip it so mm, yeah. you know that that's a, a card that breaks a mirror very very quickly yeah um, or it breaks a stall quickly um, turn by turn can we just say the 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 state of Marty Vehicles list at the moment is very surprising yeah. and distressing. Yeah, I think there's there's only one here in the top thirty two as far as I can see. Is it uh, playing one Gideon? Because that's what other people are doing. Let me have a look here. It's just it's yeah, really that's, odd. yeah. That's so crazy. John Phelps, twenty uh, seventh. Yeah, one Gideon. Isn't that crazy? One Gideon allies in the car. Like Gideon's horrible against the red decks. Pretty bad not, against not, not with the bang, but with the whimper for poor Gideon. Yeah, <laughs> um, isn't that unbelievable? Pretty limping out of standard. Really, never thought. Yeah, this yeah. this would happen. I mean, I was calling for a ban on Gideon. For a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would have been happy to see a ban on, on Gideon at some points in standard. Um, so the the makeup of this deck is like one Gideon, three Avison, seems good. Two PNLR also seems good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Scrap Heap, Thraven Inspector, Toolcraft Exemplar, three Walking Ballista. Uh, one cut the ribbons, three fatal push, four unlicensed, three ether sphere harvester, and three heart of Kieran. So I think it's mainly the, the ether sphere harvesters being, you know, pushed to the main, yeah. and the PNRs, which are eating up the kind of the Gideon space. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it just seems crazy. The other three are in the sideboard though. So they are. Yeah. Okay. Oh, maybe. So like basically, basically against non-red non-zombies decks yeah. not non-ramen up red non-zombies decks you bring in all yeah. your Gideons yeah. and you go back to a normal <laughs> go back to a good deck it's like <sighs> I can draw a Gideon every turn but it's it's similar in Teamer like we'll we'll talk about later in our deck of the week but uh, the Teamer list um, that the guys put together doesn't have Chandra Torture Defiance in the main yeah just because yeah. again well, that's, that's been happening a lot recently I think it, it has like people are kind of shaving them but I believe yeah. they have zero in the main and three in the sideboarders or two in the sideboard I think yeah. and two flame callers as well yeah. so the, for the rest of the top 32 it seems to be like overwhelmingly uh, teamer energy oh sorry I found another uh, another murder vehicles list Jonathan Coleman two Gideons in the right, this was um, one less Avison he, he was in the win, in, win, win and in for top 8 yeah yeah mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the by and large, the top thirty-two was it was dominated by um, Teamer Energy and Zombies with a healthy splash of Ramen Up Red um, and a huge splash of God Pharaoh's Gift decks mm. of a couple different varieties. Um, this four color energy list is interesting. So this is one of the ones that's splashing for the Scarab God. Yeah. Um, is there actually a splash in terms of land? I think there is a swamp. One there swamp is a swamp, swamp. yeah. I suppose you'd want the swamp to search yeah. out with the uh, the attunes. Yeah. yeah. It's also got a hash-up oasis in here. Yeah, that, think that, that, that is One odd. blooming marsh. Oh, really? So 14 mm. black sources. That's mm-hmm. pretty good, considering yeah. you're only putting two black lands in your deck. Yeah. Yeah, so... Because I think I have one, one swamp, four ether hubs, four servants. Four tunes. Four tunes. And then two lands. Oh. Blue. Or sorry, you said one swamp already, and then a blue. Yeah, one swamp and a blue and marsh. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I think it's like nice. I, yeah, I know. Uh, I suppose like one of the be- one of the best turn one plays is uh, your um, 
the Magna Sanctum into a tune. Yeah. So you're yeah. just giving yourself five, five, five of those five Magna Sanctums. Sanctums. Yeah, and then if you yeah, always turn one, come out doesn't do it. Yeah. yeah. So you go ahead, uh, turn one, um, yeah, blue marsh, and just get your mm. whatever, 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 red, mm. blue. Yeah, red or blue. And then you're I like do. sorted for my for my scarab god. Oh, yeah, the yeah. scarab god seems so good because like. Yeah, like, like we, we just said, you know, once you resolve a creature, you're so far ahead. So yeah, once like your opponent will two for one themselves to kill a rogue refiner, yeah. like a Didi or, or a Tiny Tracker. Yeah, uh, and you just bring it back and then two for one again. Mm-hmm. Um, you get a glory bringer back as a four four. <laughs> That's pretty nice. What an upgrade! Yeah, it's. I don't know though, because like already searching out your blue source was kind of like your tertiary color, right? You want mm-hmm. it to be sorted on double green and double red mm-hmm. if you're rolling Chandra. Well, mm-hmm. anyway, because you had Glorybringer. You, you sure, want yeah. to double both of those. So sometimes it was already a tiny bit awkward. I'm not going to overstate it because obviously the team mana is yeah. amazing. Yeah. But there were spots where it was a bit awkward where you had to get your blue source. Yeah. And now you have to worry about your blue source and eventually your black, black source. source yeah. yeah. And I mean, if you want to use the Scar of God's ability, you have to have a repeatable black source. Yeah. Yeah. That's... So... That's right, isn't it? It's, his yeah. ability is two black, blue. Yeah, yeah. isn't that right? Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, yeah, I think you know, I know. I'm going to, I think towards the end of Amonkhet when uh, the, the the format was just a teamer versus teamer, and then the way you win was just by going bigger. People were playing Sky, uh, Sky Sovereign, yeah, and then a lot of people were main boarding um, Confiscation Coup, which mm-hmm. yeah, is double blue, so you only got mm-hmm. to red. Yeah, um, and Confiscation Coup is so good as well. Yeah, so and then even like, Confiscation Coup is pretty good against Scar God also. Ooh, yeah, yes. it's pretty nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it goes to your graveyard. It goes back to your hand. But it's, uh, well, once you kill it after that, well, yeah, I suppose I mean, you, you just get it, it yeah. if you. I mean, yeah, could it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They still have to deal with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it was it was answer it was great great answer for the mirror and then the great answer for for any gods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good against gods. Um. What do you guys think of the Ramanap Red list? Because there's, there's actually, despite there being three in the in the top eight, um, there's not that many in the top 32. Let me have a look here. Is I think it's great. Many? I think it's like the deck that'll give you the most free wins out of any deck you play, which is like the free win factor is always important. Yeah, you know, you always, you always want a little bit of, bit of that in the mix. Like... It's just great. I really like it since it's it's slowed down a little bit, and that you're you're getting like a huge increase in card quality over taking out like those yeah. you know the bad one drops and cartouche of zeal and all yeah, this that was, stuff yeah. that people okay. were playing originally. Yeah, I don't know. It seems very strong to me. I don't think it's going anywhere. Yeah, I, I think it's something like we saw uh, maybe even even in the future might even well, in the future this format we'll see as numbers maybe get smaller, but it'll always be there. Hmm. And it's it's I think it's mere existence is going to keep down. Uh, other decks, yeah, mainly yeah. control decks, and yeah. like as it's gotten bigger, it seems less relevant that it's losing Falcon Wrath Gorger and yeah. oh, Village yes. Messenger. Yeah, I mean yeah, Village Messenger was already a, a yeah, bit of a yeah. far cry, but yeah, it's losing Incendiary Flow as well. Yeah, um, but I mean, uh, could be a, it seems very likely yeah. there'll there'll be replacements for those cards. Yeah, so, um, so there's no, there's a further three Ramnap Red decks in the top thirty two. So six in the top thirty two is a pretty good showing. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, mo- most of these decks are using Soul Scar Mage instead of Village Messenger anyway. Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah. So, most I mean, yeah, it's just, just under a fifth of the field. Yeah, I mean, th- this list here, Nathan Smith, 28th, he's only got three Gorgers. Yeah. Mean, I mean, I don't, even, don't know if that's a good decision yeah. or what, but... Uh-huh. It's, whoa, this is mad. Oh. He has a... 
Two arrow devastation and two sweltering stones on the sideboard. What? That's for zombies. Take out your creatures. Yeah, take out all your one drops. One drops, yeah. Yeah, but you've still got, like, you're going to kill your own planeswalker and stuff. Yeah. Aren't you? That yeah. That doesn't seem good. I mean, your hazard survives, but... Yeah. No, this is an insurgible. Oh, yeah, yeah, it does. It doesn't survive. Yeah, I should read cards. No, nothing. 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 <laughs> it does take Chandra up to six. No, 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 no. You're, you're, you're pretty far ahead when that's happening. That seems... Plus Chandra to five. Reveal an error devastation. Uh, no. <laughs> well, no, if you plus her to five, I mean, you probably used her to the turn you played her, so you yeah. won't be able to have the, one of the mana for the error devastation. But anyway. That seems absolutely terrible. Yeah, that seems yeah. weird. And the deck only has 24 lands, right? Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. Yeah, let me check the land count on this particular one. I presume it's 24. That seems yeah, awful. Yeah, yeah, 24. Oh, one in the sideboard. Oh, okay. okay right. All right, so you're bringing that yeah. in as well at the same time. Yeah, there's two more challenges towards defiance. There's four glory bringers in the sideboard. Two challenges to feast. Two weaver of lightning. Okay. Oh, there's a card I haven't seen in the yeah. time. Two scavenger grounds, hedging a little bit against the Godfarrow's gift deck. Yeah, it's yeah. nice to have access to. Yeah. That's in yeah. the sideboard as well. Uh, no, no, that's in the main. Oh, that's in the main. So yeah, ten, I like ten that. deserts. Yeah. yeah, I like the scavenger grounds. It's just it's really nice to be able to just play these value lands without really worrying about your yeah. mana base. Yeah. yeah, you pretty much seen a lot of scavenger grounds shop uh, showing up in a lot of um, a lot of decks in the main yeah. deck, just mm-hmm. like one of or two of maybe. It's pretty class. Zombies decks very easy to splash yeah, yeah. as well. So basically, these monocolor decks that can afford colorless lands. Yeah. yeah. Or Eldrazi um, decks. Or Eldrazi decks, yeah. Which, of which there were there was, not many, but there was there, a... A mono-white. Yeah, there was a Jonathan Job, one of the people who originally kind of mm. came to the... It was the first week Star City Games Open where he came with this Ramanap Red deck. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a bit different then. It was the kind of more like the mono-red Eldrazi deck. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I think he's been on this mono-white Eldrazi deck for, for a while. So we've got... I don't like Eldrazi. Yeah, he doesn't have any Gideons either. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, he'll oh, white Gideon, obviously. <laughs> I mean, your fours are pretty choked. Yeah, yeah that's true. Here. That's true. Yeah. So he has three Archangel Avison, three Eldrazi Displacer, uh, four yeah. Mana Reshaper. I'm in. Four Selfless Spirit, four Thought Not Seer, four Inspector, four Walking Ballista. And then for removal, he's got Declaration in Stone and Warping Whale. Oh, I don't like this Warping at all. Warping Whale. Like Warping well, get get in for seven with your Tonos here. Yeah, no. Modern, Warping well. Sorry, that's your one. Sorry, I'm thinking uh, of. Yeah. yeah, you're thinking of um, na- do you, whatever. Do you know name, name three version, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, spatial contortion. Spatial contortion. Yeah. Yeah. Warping well. That's yeah. Warping that, well. That's I probably in your Aldrazi Tron sideboard. It is. In modern yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah, it makes sense there. It yeah, makes sense. That's like kind of yeah. And then he's got one cast out and three stasis there on a sky sovereign. Yeah. Uh, I don't like that. Don't like this deck. Four scavenger grounds in this deck. Oh, nice. oh man, that, that's it. Beer. That's color. Sweet. Also, <laughs> three spawning bed. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love that card. Has he got um, Seagate Wreckage? No Seagate Wreckage, actually. It's, it's uh, 12 planes, two Ether Hub, four scavenger grounds, four Sheffield Dunes, and three spawning bed. I think I would like a Seagate Wreckage over yeah, one spawning I, bed, maybe. Probably, I yeah. I mean, what does it cost to activate a spawning bed? Six. Uh, yeah, six. You get three one ones. Um, yeah, I think I think I agree with you. What's he got on the sideboard here? Fragmentized Limbala. Oh, he's a Z-Guy Wreckage on the sideboard. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Unusual. Yes. For the grindy games. Yeah. Um, three Solemnity. What? Against Black Green. Against Black Green? Do you think you ever sideboarded that against the Team Energy? 
Your opponent can't get energy? Oh, it, I guess. It's, yeah. it's pretty slow against Teamer. Yeah. It's pretty slow against both decks, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you have, you have... Yeah, I mean... Yeah, but by the time you play that against Teamer, they already have like a probably a bit of a reserve of energy anyway. Yeah, yeah they don't they don't lose it like. Yeah, yeah, that seems bad. And um, like, three Sunscourge champion as well. Turn three on the play against Black Green, it's obviously very good, but like. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't. It just doesn't seem that great yeah. to Solemnity. Are there yeah. other uses we're not thinking of? I don't think so. Doesn't work on against Walkers. I was thinking against Walkers. I doubt it doesn't work on against Walkers. No, it doesn't. I don't know. Yeah, strange. Oh, it means that um, you can't play Walking Blitz at all. Well, you can. Just won't go well for you. Yeah. <laughs> It'll fuel your delirium pretty nicely. Yeah, flip your ass in. <laughs> <laughs> this is a terrible idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, Avacyn and Walking Blitz is uh, a strong play. Yeah. Same with uh, Self of Spirit. So he's got eight main deck ways to flip that Avacyn. Yeah, that's pretty and nice, like, actually. Uh, uh, on, on demand. Basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that is sweet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's pretty nice, um, and he obviously he has like. I mean, Mardu could always do that, though. Yeah, that's <laughs> couldn't they? Um, yeah, they were playing Selfless Spirit for a bit. Mardu, uh, I don't think really played Selfless Spirit that much, but they did play Walking Blister a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so they, yeah, definitely yeah. Mardu had that yeah. ability. Yeah, um, yeah. Flash had it, Selfless Spirit, and that was like saying on a game Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That was before Ballista was printed. Yeah. 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 Um, also, like the the creatures in the deck don't really die that much to Avacyn's flip. You have Mattery Shaper, but like really you know, get it yeah, whatever. Um, Eldrazi Displacer, okay, yeah, that dies. Uh, Self of Spirit, you probably sacrifice it, mm -hmm. or you can sacrifice another one to make all yourself indestructible if you want. Yeah. And then Inspector and Walking Blister, you usually don't kill. You don't care if they die. Mm -hmm. And then you have your Thought Knots here, which doesn't die. So actually, most of them do die. What does it matter? <laughs> you got your no, value. No smashers in the deck. You know? No smashers. Not even in the sideboard. For me, I'm just like I know Thought Nuts here is good, but like if right, if Reality Smasher is in your five drop, I think like, why are you bothering? <laughs> yeah, why are you yeah. playing yeah. crazy? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I think yeah. As, as much as I love Mattery Shaper, yeah, if you're, if you're choosing yeah. between that and Smasher here, yeah, yeah. I want to smash. Well, I mean, he's got so his five drops in the deck are three Avisons and and one Sky Sovereign. Yeah, I mean, I mean you you probably want that Avison um, synergy with the the spirits and the ballistas. Definitely, and Sky Sovereign is very good. It's like yeah. the the teamer deck uh, had had two in the main as well. Yeah, so. like zombies has such a problem with Sky Sovereign. No, it's great. Yeah, because um, a lot of like all all zombies, in, all zombies removal can't kill it except for Dark Salvation, which is sorcery speed. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, that's, black black green literally can't kill it. Yeah, all. yeah. Well, you know, barring. Um, What's it called? The center's deliverance, as we said. Sure. Yeah. But yeah. like, as uh, again, as we said, that's yeah. kind of leaving people's mm -hmm. decks. But also, um, are you going to bring that in against Teamer? You know? No, probably not. Yeah. Um, a deck that you are going to bring it in against, though, is the other kind of big deck of the weekend, which is uh, God Pharaoh's Gift. Mm. So we had we had the more traditional blue white versions. Well, I say more traditional, you know, that have existed for a while. Um, the blue white version, uh, we had a good few of those, but we also had this Jeskai version. Um, which was piloted by Owen Turtonwald and Mike Sigrist. I assume yeah. they're they were on a team together because I think the lists are identical. Let me just double check here. Yeah, yeah. The Jeskai seems like a good call. Does access to Cathartic Reunion without while, while still doing your yeah your yeah. um your your ridiculous stuff and then didn't play Neonite, did they? 
I think they do. They do, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty... You got all the red stuff. And a yeah, braid, yeah. I guess, you got as well. Yeah. Uh, there's no braid. Oh. Ooh, okay. That's interesting. <laughs> For me, that's one of the reasons yeah, to buy red. Yeah, to buy red, So, they're, they're almost identical. Um, Mike Segrist has a Glintness crane instead <laughs> of a cathartic reunion. Okay. So, he only has three cathartic reunions, and uh, Owen went with the full four cathartic reunions. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, so I, I've played this deck a little bit. Um, I've been playing the blue-white version for a long time, since before the Pro Tour. And, before um, it was cool. Before it was cool, yeah. That's that's the way I like to play my decks. <laughs> and, uh, oh, you still going on about the time he <laughs> discovered Marvel before anyone else did. Yeah, well, it wasn't Tamadesh before anyone else, but uh, close enough. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I've been mainly, mainly playing the blue-white one, but I have tried this Jeskai one. Um didn't work great for me but I don't know obviously you know these two guys know a lot more than me mm. coming 12th and 14th I believe no 12th and 15th um, so they've got Insulin Neonate in the one slot which is a lot better than um, than Thraven Inspector because yeah. it allows you yeah. to discard things is it better than the Minister of Inquiries? well they still have Minister they have okay. yeah um, and they also have uh, four Trophy Mage so what? yeah so Owen completely cut Glint S Cranes and put in four Trophy Mage and um, Mike has four Trophy Mage but also has one Glint S Crane. This particular thing I don't like because, okay, yeah, the Trophy Mage tutors you up your Gate of the Afterlife but <laughs> it's, it's on the same turn that you want to play the Gate to yeah. the Afterlife. Yeah, which is but I guess fair, of course. that's just so important to the deck that they yeah, want to maximise... I, their chances of having it yeah I suppose um, I, I much prefer the glint nest cranes because the glint nest cranes like they get it for you a lot of the time as well they dig you to it as well but I mean it's like well Plus how often do they really the get gr- it the glint nest cranes can get you cataclysmic gear hulk and walking ballista as well yeah and they can get you a god pharaoh's gift if you if you have seven mana yeah. or are going too soon yeah but like how often do you want that compared to how often do you want to just start going off with, mm. with your plan A? Sure, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I haven't played the deck, but I presume that's the yeah the train of thought. Yeah, it's probably like, maybe like if you, you play a Joker Mage to get your to get, uh, get, get the gate the afterlife for your hand and just keep it there until mm. until you have your what was six features in the graveyard mm-hmm. and then and then you can be you can just jump with your trophy mage to get mm-hmm. it in there. Mm-hmm. And, but those are the last applies for the next screen. It does also increase your chances of, of getting two, I suppose, two gates yeah. of the afterlife, mm. um, which is also good because, as, as we've said, a braid is running around a lot. Yeah. So a lot of times they'll just let you get your gates of the or your Godfarer's gift on the battlefield and just braid it That's in your first lane. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Um, so yeah, I, I, I like this deck. I'm gonna I'm gonna change to this and, and try it and see. Yeah, it. Um, because I, I was playing a deck that was uh, I, I played a version that was similar to this on online, mm-hmm. um, but it didn't have four trophy mage and cut the glint nest entirely. It was more like keep. I, I had four glint nest and like mm-hmm. two trophy mage. So I'll try this trophy mage heavy version. Yeah, this version also has like uh, Owen Turtonwall here has one mausoleum wanderer, which I don't like. Um, that was in the, like the original version of the deck, and mm-hmm. it's cool. But one Muslim wanderer is it protection against um, getting your cathartic reunion negated? That's what I was thinking. Yeah, it can oh, be. Yeah, good. he he has another one in the sideboard because that's really brutal yeah. mm-hmm. in this deck. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. And it, I mean, if you're not expecting control, maybe you don't need that. But, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like with the neonate and the cathartic reunion, you maybe don't need the crane anymore. Mm. Is kind of the, what's how it's supposed to work. Yeah. I suppose, yeah. If you're ripping through your deck at that speed, then, yeah, maybe so. I also really like the mana for this deck. So you get to play the full eight. Um, oh, yes. Fastlands. Uh, Fastlands, yeah. So Inspiring Vantage, Inspire of Canal. You have Ether Hub as well because you have three colors, which helps out your um, mm. Mausoleum Wanderer. Mm -hmm. um, four Ipnu Rivulets, four Islands, three Mountains. Very Wait, easy. Your mana base. Minister of Increase, you mean? For your Minister of Increase, yeah. sorry, yeah. Uh, what did I say? Uh, Mausoleum Wanderer. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Minister of Increase. Um, I, was just, like, I was just yeah, thinking about how much I hate Mausoleum yeah. Wanderer. <laughs> um, yeah, so in the, in the blue-white version of the deck, um, I usually get only two uses out of my Minister of Increase because I've no, no other source of energy. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, like, you know, sometimes I get three uses out of the single Mausoleum, or the single... <laughs> <laughs> the single Minister of Increase yeah. because I play another one. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah. That's so yeah. It's nice to have another source of energy. Um, yeah, this deck is cool. I like this deck. Uh, four negates in the sideboard as well. Yes, nice. Um, two Chandra Torch Defiance, Chandra's Defeat, a couple of Dispels, Glorybringers, all good stuff. Um, and there was the yeah, there was the blue white version as well. Um, I also toyed around with a blue-red version online, so um, if anybody is looking for a resource for, for this kind of deck, um, Godfarer's Gift-type decks, uh, Brennan DeCandio, who is kind of a SCG uh, player and, and writer, has been on this deck for weeks, and uh, if you follow him on Twitter, he kind of gives updates about the deck. Every so often he streams a lot. Uh, he wrote basically... It was like a master's thesis on the deck for SCG. Oh, like it's a really, really long article with detailed sideboard guides. But this is for the blue red version. So the blue red version plays like hollow ones as your mm. kind of uh, backup plan. Um, which yeah, not so great against like a braid. But no, it's a lot of work to put in to get a braided. Yeah, or just harness lightning. But you can have crazy uh, starts with Hollow One, where you go instantly in turn one into Cathartic Reunion in turn two, and then you can play any amount of Hollow Ones in your hand for free. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit of that, that auto win factor. Yeah, it's, but I mean, yeah, I, when I say any amount, I mean two, because if you have any, <laughs> if you had any more than two, you would have had to discard them to your yeah. discarding yeah. cards at some point. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but still, 8 power on turn 2 is not no joke. Yeah. And uh, it also makes the Glintness cranes a little bit better because they find the hollow ones. Yeah. What else happens? Um, it puts more tax on your opponent's uh, braids, so your gates to the afterlife is more likely to survive. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, really cool deck. I'm going to continue playing it. I know that I said I was going to play that Sultari animated deck, but... Uh, you like winning. <laughs> I do like winning, yes. And I've been winning a fair bit with this, with this deck. Yeah. Um, anything else we want to say about the standard medic what, like from here uh, I think it's going to continue pretty much as it is I don't think any of the pros are that invested in breaking the format open mm. at the moment like in terms of PTQs and stuff like that it's everyone's playing modern at the moment so I think things are just going to chug along pretty much as they are mm -hmm. I think you can pretty much play whatever you want like you can play yeah. blue red control even if it's not at its best yeah. you know yeah. so play your sweet nickel bolus decks yeah. while you can yeah, yeah. why why while you can ultimate is rotating I don't know yeah oh yeah true yeah <laughs> I don't know this is rotation coming up so true, true yeah, yeah, it's yeah, going to be a big shake up and I might be getting attacked by dinosaurs soon that's true oh yeah. 
I feel like Nicol Bolas can hold his own against dinosaurs, though. Uh, yeah, he is a big dragon. Dragons are basically dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think it was just like that. Some kind of mythology that in China, I think, there's like you know, ancient uh, dinosaur bones being found by ancient Chinese was what led to the myth of dragons. Nicol Bolas. Dragons, rather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, probably. That's what it is, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so what about limited? So how you've been playing a lot of limited? I've been playing a lot of limited, and I've been losing a lot of limited. I've been playing playing a lot of limited. Uh, so I went to a limited PPQ in uh, Reroll Games in Avon. It was yeah. a fantastic tournament. I had a pretty pretty big turnout. Um, so kind of I've been I've been I've been drafting a lot, and, and do, I did a few sealed pools of of our, of devastation to get ready for it. So I kind of I guess. Well, the, the, the sealed format is like I'm basically well, okay, from the, to give context for what I did uh, at the start of so basically the very start of the tournament, everyone sat around all the all the potential tournament players sat around in a big circle and talked about the latest episode of Limited Resources where uh, LSV talked about you know play green, play four colors in, mm. in sealed, and everyone okay. was saying this is what we're going to do, and, and it, it is it is definitely a viable strategy because the format is so bomb heavy and there's so many there's so much uh, fixing that you can do this yeah. um, and I, I, I've had success before in doing this just playing four why, why did everyone lay out their strategy oh, I don't know <laughs> I think it's, it's really I odd. feel like um, how many players were there sorry oh that's me there was ooh, I, I don't know what to talk about it, I, actually, I do not have my head it was 22 mm. 22 okay um, so yeah I, I think are, I, are we going to combine our tournament report in with this basically yeah I suppose yeah, yeah, yeah sure yeah, yeah. We, can, we can not be all of them so like um yeah, so everyone thought about how, how, how many colors are going to splash, and then uh, and that was my that <laughs> was my splash five colors, yeah. <laughs> splash six colors. Oh, and then uh, so so that, and that was my plan as well. Going in just uh, okay, yeah, just put your bombs to the side, uh, yeah, keep an eye out for fixing, uh, play those two fours, uh, Oasis Ritualist, and oh, uh, so good. win the game. So my pool had like my, so my, my pool it did have lots and lots of fixing, but had very few bombs. Mm. Uh, I, I think well, I, I had Hexproof Crocodile. And had the sandworm, mm-hmm. the common sandworm. So, mm-hmm. but that was really all I had in terms of yeah, bombs. So, yeah. So, I mean, I laid, so I laid out, I so I laid out uh, a Naya deck, um, which had like had a really really good fixing. Uh, had those bombs, but those had like very little removal. Mm. Um, but at the same time, I also had some. And I uh, my, my rares, my rare, my rares were all terrible. Mm. Uh, but I did have like a few, yeah, a few black white zombies. I had one. I I, I had one of the. Um, this what's called a servant from Amonkhet the two drop servant. yeah so mm-hmm. one way were a servant and I had two of the unraveling mummies mm. uh, so then I I had like lots of failures, lots of two drops lots of three drops mm. so when I was looking at the Naya deck I was like oh this deck would just be absolutely destroyed by by oh, a right. two drop yeah yeah mm-hmm. but, so, but, of, of, of like and it would be destroyed by like a fast black white zombie right, deck right. so that, that's what kind of and then, then when I laid it to black white zombie deck it seemed like it had a low break had a very low curve mm. it would be punishing anyone who's Either stumbles or mana, or spend the first few turns trying to put together mana. Yeah, because in playing these big four corner decks before, uh, sometimes I started off games thinking, all right, as long as they don't play a two drop, I'm safe. Mm. So I just had a deck full of two drops, uh, and um, well, like to me, it seems like you completely did the right thing because if everyone literally yeah. sat around, yeah, and that's said, it. Yeah, I'm gonna do it all. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and I I felt really good about the deck, and then uh, I saw so I, I I lost game one that was very close. I lost round one that was close, so I was thinking I'll. You know, maybe maybe this wasn't the right choice. Mm. Uh, but then when I, when I played in, in round two, played against uh, played against Sean Lynch. He was doing he he was on like, three quarters, maybe four quarters, and like the deck just, just ran over him completely. And like <laughs> it was like we're we're finished the match in like five minutes, and you know we went we went and got food because like yeah, uh, yeah <laughs> there's so much time left. You've smashed so, me so yeah. much that I'm hungry. <laughs> so yeah, and uh, so it, it did end up working up, working out very well. Mm. But, but then the format itself though has there are lots of two trees and lots of 
because I had lots of two twos and three fours. Yeah, so yeah, so like once your opponent, so when you're going aggressive, it's quite easy for them to stabilize. But actually, what I did have though for when they stabilized, what was really the MVP of the day was uh. Uh, Tormented Scarabs mm. so sometimes they just play Stabilize you play Tormented Tormented Scarabs they're no longer able to take 3 damage every turn so yeah. they start yeah, discard cards sacrifice yeah. creatures and okay. there's so many games just won on the spot with, uh, with Tormented Scarabs so yeah, Tormented Scarabs I, I really love Tormented Scarabs in an aggro deck because you just make your opponent not have choices yeah exactly and it's, it, it definitely I, when, you, when you first see the card you think it makes sense in a grindy matchup but a grindy matchup they, they're, they're, they're happy to they have the choice but yeah but you're denying them they, they can't take away the blockers. Mm. They can't. I mean, they, they will just discard cards. Yeah. And then you can just start going all in on a big attack once you know they have no answers in your hand. Um, so, yeah, so I think I ended up. Yeah, so I, I, I was going. I was I ended up being 2 2 going to turn 5, which I thought wouldn't be enough, but then my breakers were pretty good. So I was in a win, in win and in for top 8. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I sat down against, uh, sat down against Ollie. Uh, Ollie was playing a sweet four quarter deck, so I was like, "This is this is gonna be great." And then, okay, so game one, like, just ran over him. It was it was glorious. Uh, Tormented Scarabs again, just won the game. And then turn two, I kept a hand that was like it was a little bit slow, but I had Tormented Scarabs in it, so I was like, "Yeah, this 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 will be fine." So uh, mm. this time, though, when I played Tormented Scarabs, he uh, he he said, "Oh, that's fine." And I was like, "Oh, okay." Well, he didn't seem too bothered by this. Then he played the Scarab God, and then on his next oh, turn, boy. he he discard he discarded the. Uh, Sifter Worm to discard, to discard oh, a Sifter Worm in his upkeep no. and oh, brought it back straight away God. and then like gained loads of life. Yeah. Uh, so then, and yeah, and then, so that stopped. And then he started, he started taking over the game that way. He made some like really, really sick plays where like he'd, uh, with the with the upkeep trigger from turning Scar- Scarabs on his stack, he, yeah. he, he, uh, he activated something. He, yeah, yeah, he activated. That, that, that's when he, so he, it was, yeah, so no, sorry, when, when the upkeep trigger, so he let the, right, he let Torment of Scarabs trigger resolve first. Okay. Discarding the guard, then yeah. in response to the, the scry trigger, the scry gain life trigger, oh, okay. he, he brought back Sifter Worm, then did all mm. the, yeah, then yeah, did all yeah. the scrying gain life. And then he did all, all the crazy stuff in his upkeep, and then he almost forgot to draw a card for, because, because he, he's looking at so many cards, like, oh, you know, cool. <laughs> yeah. so he, he almost forgot to draw, his, draw a card for his turn because mm. the upkeep turn had gone on so long, and yeah, yeah. Uh, it, was, it was pretty amazing. Um, wow. Yeah, so that's, yeah, and then, and, and then, so then learning from Essen that time, I, in game two, I kept a two land, so I had a hand with two lands and lots of two drops, I was like, yeah, this is. This is probably the only way I can beat this. Uh, then I ended up just getting stuck in two lands for the game, and oh, okay. it was pretty horrendous. Oh, yeah, then, then, and then in that game, he slammed down uh, River Hoopoo, which is <sighs> just like Scarab God is also a big bomb. Um, but I was. <laughs> He's I, actually like yeah, a so, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're close enough. They, got, they have five mana activated abilities. <laughs> or four uh, or five mana. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, but yeah, so I even. So when, it was, so when, I, like when I was losing, I kept on thinking, oh, maybe I should have gone with an eye deck, but I think it's. It, it's I feel like if, if I was doing the same thing as what people were doing with that pool or with that deck, they would just be doing it better. So I think so, yeah. Like like imagine you were playing that Naya deck and he had the Scarab God. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't have a chance. You'd be yeah. like, well... <laughs> I mean, literally, no matter what deck you're playing, if someone resolves the Scarab God, you're going to lose. So I think that's... like you are, yeah, I, you are better off playing the aggro deck just yeah. to try and end the game yeah. Yeah. before that happens. I mean, if you'd had the Scarab God in your pool... No, then you would have played that, but yes. yeah, yeah, or, or any god. I mean, yeah, I think I just needed more bombs yeah, for for yeah. that strategy. Yeah, that's the thing. That's that's what seal tournaments are, mm-hmm. and it's like kind of a bummer in my yeah. opinion. Like I don't really like them very much because I think it's just so luck dependent yeah. on, yeah, on opening true. bombs. And like, of course, you can you can do well with a bad pool, but like, it's just such an insane advantage mm-hmm. if you have like a scarab god yeah I mean even if you're a good player and you do well with your like bad to mediocre pool you make the best of it that you can like over 
a certain number of rounds. Like for example, maybe not in this type of tournament because mm. it's only what was it five rounds? It's five yeah. rounds. Yeah. But like at a GP or whatever, like by the time you're at the end of the day, you're going to be facing people who are also good players but got an insane pool. Yeah. Yeah. So like you just have no hope at that point. Yeah, it's tough. Um. So yeah. Um. I don't know. That I think that's pretty much a, a good summary of the format, though. Is that like. Uh, you can you can, you can basically play whatever you get your hand, mm. whatever hand you get dealt. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like uh, if you open a seal pool with a good aggro deck, you should be playing the aggro deck. It's yeah, not yeah. like like yeah, like the four color ramp stuff is probably the best deck in the format. Mm. But I think like everything is good enough that that you know you should just play whatever yeah. whatever strategy you you get dealt. It's true. Yeah, but a lot of people want to play that four color ramp deck. I think just because it's really sweet and you can play like cool cards that you like. Yeah. Um, yeah it is really sweet i don't know like i like it's in sealed it's a little bit different as well because you're yeah. more likely to be, to be able to get there with a four four color deck or whatever uh just cause it's a little bit slower but like even if, like in draft people are trying to do it as well and the this ritualist became mm-hmm. like a very high pick and stuff like that and like i'm still totally fine getting past decent aggro cards and mm-hmm. just, and just yeah. drafting boros right. or whatever and draft totally can know? yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. totally draft those decks yeah no no, no, no. I, I think those decks they come they, they come together so it, it is rarer for them to come together well in, in a sealed pool mm. and especially yeah, our exactly. reputation there because our reputation is it's slower but then yeah so once it's all black white come together I was like yeah this is, this is what we're doing mm. yeah but the last couple of formats like Amonkhet in this format like the bombs are just so insane mm. that yeah. like this type of strategy is so much better like um there, yeah there's just so many good yeah, bombs it's ridiculous at yeah. least in this set they're mostly mythics yeah, so, like the gods are all completely unbeatable, but like Triple Amonkhet, you know, Glorybringer, yeah. Archfiend, Glyphkeeper, yep. Angel of Sanctions. Yeah. Yep. Well, that was a mythic, was That's it? A mythic, yeah. That was yeah. a mythic, yeah, but the others are rares, you know. Yeah. It was just so crazy. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of rares that you can name in this set as well that are just nuts. Yeah. Like some a lot of the last, the, the cycle of last things, they're yeah. all pretty good. Yeah. Um,. I don't know. I was. Did you see Ben Stark's pick one pack one with uh, with Bontu's Last Reckoning as uh, as the rare? No. What yeah. was this? So the deck or the the pack? It was during the um, the downtime at the GP at GP. Yeah, Denver, was uh, one of those. I'd like to say that I really liked that. Yeah, yeah that they was did great. some really so good, good stuff. They yeah. did. They had um, they had pack one pick one, and they also had um, keeper mole with yeah. loads of different yeah, hands TV, and like yeah, uh, yeah and then it would just bring you up yeah afterwards it would bring up the pros commentary on that yeah, yeah. So and uh, yeah it was nice you know after a while it started getting repetitive because yeah. they kept playing the same ones <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah for the at least for day one it was great <laughs> yeah but uh yeah there was a pack with Bonte's Last Reckoning Ambuscade um some decent uncommons I can't remember which ones uh but Ben Stark said his first pick out of the pack was Vile Manifestation. Whoa! <laughs> totally out of left field. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. yeah, that was basically what he said. It's like, <laughs> uh, as a first pick, you know, it's like if you can commit to build in really heavily around it, it's going to be insane in your deck, and if not, it has cycling, so... <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Yeah, it's yeah pretty much. Uh, Interesting. I, just, I felt like that anecdote was going to lead us to us talking about how you never pick Amscape over a track Last Track but... Well, there yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah, Jesus Christ, yeah. But yeah, people, a lot of people were arguing about what what it was because he posted it on Twitter as well, yeah, I think. Okay. And people were saying like three other cards in the pack. No one except for Ben was on Wild Manifestation. Right, okay, yeah. It's very interesting. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Wild Manifestation, Draft Powerhouse. It actually is pretty good. Yeah. yeah, it's very good. Like the four toughness is really, really good. Um, 
it's five, isn't it? No, that's four. That's four. Okay. Yeah, but like you know, it gets super big yeah. power yeah, yeah, yeah. really fast, and just the ability to use it as a trick can be good as well. Sometimes. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, that's interesting. But but yeah, the the rare, I don't think the rare power level it. is pretty crazy though. Yeah, yeah. And like the uncommons as well. Like there's just really good removal. There's like, um, you know, a braid is in there. You got open fire. That's a common. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Bane Whip Punisher. The card's pretty bananas. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Flame Tongue Yeah. Oh my god. Sounds Sounds strong. Strong. Did you yeah, have any of those in your pool? No, I did not know. Oh, that. I, I, I think I, I, I had two of the Red Deserts, which was gonna bring me towards my yeah, but yeah, I had very few payoffs yeah. for being deserts. So. You play any kind of desert. Yeah, yeah. I think that was another one of Ben's pick one pack ones or whatever. Had yeah. Sand Strangler. And it was, you know, he picked it and he was like, this is better than almost every rare in the set. Yeah. <laughs> and it just clearly is. That's yeah, what yeah, said. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to say about the, the limited format? No, that's, um, I'll be happy to play a different one. Yeah. yeah. Forward, yeah like, oh, I haven't played like, very much of it at all. I yeah. played the pre-release and I played like two or three drafts after and that was it. Yeah. Yeah, I played, I played, uh, I played a, a few drafts. I played maybe mm-hmm. somewhere between five and ten drafts. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I really liked it. I think the yeah. format's very yeah, good. Yeah, I it like is, it. There's no wrong with it. I'm just kind of down limited at the moment. Yeah, it's yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens with X-Line. You can draft some sweet five-color dinosaur pirate decks. Can't wait. Yeah, Can't wait. wait. Yes. Can't wait to open some booty or something. Booty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Booty. Pirate booty. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, pirate booty and dinosaur bones or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, dinosaur booty. Yeah, dinosaur. I hope that's the name of the deck. Yeah. Oh, I, that, I yes. would be so oh, happy if Dinosaur Booty was a deck. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would be, be deck names are far less creative than that. It's true, yeah. It'd yeah. probably be like popcorn or no. red, black, cornflakes, yeah. toast, yeah. I don't know. jam. <laughs> toast and jam. Actually, there was a, that reminds me of a, a cool article that I read on Channel Fireball. I'll link it in the show notes. It was written by Brian DeMars mm-hmm. and it was about uh, the state of modern and basically his contention was a deck like Death Shadow will always become the best deck oh, of, of a format. Yeah. Uh, really he was talking about um, what was he talking about? Some deck Xerox something. Yeah, I, I something Xerox. I wasn't familiar with it. So yeah, it was. I think it was a reference to some deck like a long time ago, yeah. in, like Legacy or Vintage or something. Mm. Um, I have no idea what it was, but like he he was basically saying that um, like in Legacy it's Delver and in Modern it's Death Shadow. And they just become the best deck because of the ridiculous card filtering spells that are printed. Yeah. Mm. So, like in Legacy, it's Ponder and Preordain and stuff, yeah. and then in, in Storm, uh, yeah, and then in Modern, it's um, Serum Visions and Sleight of Hand, and then you have the Disruption spells, which let you have game against basically everything, including combo decks, which is mm-hmm. what those those decks would normally be bad against. And then you just play like the the best undercosted threats that you can find. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah. So yeah, it was an interesting article. I, I like don't know. That. I don't know about Delver being the best deck in Legacy, but yeah, um, it was. It's I think number wise, it's yeah. up there. It's yeah, well, yes. Yeah, it yeah. It's a yeah, it's a, a port important. It is part uh, of the yeah. Yeah, yeah, meta game or whatever. Um, I don't know if that was exactly his contention anyway, but yeah, that's yeah. what I'm representing it as. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah when, I, when I was reading that article, I was like, all right, for now on, in standard when when during the season, we'll try to find a deck that does that. You know, one mana spells and. I don't know if you're ever going to find a deck that does exactly that in standard. Yeah. They're pretty careful about printing printing one mana spells these yeah. days. Yeah, they you get You get crashed through nowadays. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> crash through and uh, slip through space and June is the other one. Expedite. Expedite. Yeah. Uh, June with Ether Supreme Nuts. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Supreme Will is probably the best cantrip we're going to get for a long time. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. Never know. Never know. 
We're going back to Dominaria Dominaria yeah, next year. Twenty yeah. fifth anniversary yeah. magic. We're yeah. gonna get it all. Lightning bolts. They could probably brainstorm. Bring brainstorm. They could honestly do yeah. standard. Yeah. I don't know. I think it was, as long yeah. as they don't print fetches along yeah. with it, it's probably fine. Yeah. It'll sure. still be banned in modern, isn't it? Is it banned? Yeah. yeah well, so. no, it's just never been printed yeah. in modern, I think. Or is it banned? I have no idea. Yeah. It's, uh, I can't remember. I feel like it hasn't been printed in modern. Yeah, I don't think it has. Yeah. So they'd have to ban it. <laughs> ban it <laughs> yeah. straight away. Yeah. We know what it's been going, guys. We're not going to take your brainstorm. Yeah, brainstorm would be slightly too good in modern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we get on to our deck of the week. Yes. Okay, so our deck of the week is three decks, and they're all the same deck. They uh, are all blue, red, and merge. Blue, red, and merge. No, sorry. Um, there was a deck kind of like that. Actually, yeah, well, it was supposed to let out blue, red, and merge. Was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's not blue, it, it, no. it was listed. <laughs> it was listed in the decks for GB Denver as Zomba Merge. Oh, yes. Yeah. An awful name. Whoever did that, Wizards, shame on you. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this team or energy deck, we already talked about it a little bit, but we didn't go into the minutiae of the uh, of the deck list. So yeah, the, the exact same 75 was played by all three team or energy players in the top eight, of, of course. In the top four. In, yeah, the top four. Yeah, even uh, Yeah, very successful. And the top two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, well, it was a mirror. It was a mirror match in the finals. Um, so, well, if there was three of them in the top four, then by definition, two of them were in the top two. Shh. <laughs> right else said the, oh, if you don't let me win this I won't drive you to the airport yeah. <laughs> that's collusion um, <laughs> uh, so we have what's what's interesting about this last list so we have yeah, very little uh, yeah, to be honest I, mean, a, I actually think there's some interesting things there's four World of Virtuosos yeah I think yeah. that's interesting mm-hmm. there's two Sky Sovereigns in the main yeah I think that's, that's pretty interesting uh, what else is going on? I just closed the list by accident, so I can't remember. Uh, yeah, I think, well, yeah, I, mean, I think it's, it's the decision to have Shannon Torture Defiance in the sideboard rather than the main is, is interesting and a reflection of, of uh, what the deck was afraid of or what it, where, where the meta is. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. I, think, uh, I think we mentioned before as well that you know, Word of Virtuoso was very, very good against uh, well against the faster uh, Ramanup Red decks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just make, you make a blocker before they can make it unblockable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, maybe we have yeah, two Max Freys in the main and two Raid. It's a, yeah, it's another creature that you always get value out of, basically, as well. Yeah. Like, even if they kill it on the spot, yeah. you'll, you'll either have your energy yeah. or you'll be able to make your Thopter, yeah. which is important in the, against these fast decks. Yeah. I think this deck list is re- built really well to fight against the, the top three decks, so like Black Green, mm-hmm. Zombies, and, yeah. and Mono Red, because you have, like, um, you have the, the two Sky Sovereigns, which are both really good against Black Green and Zombies. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, unkillable and... Mm-hmm ridiculous value every turn yeah um, the Magma Spray is again also good against Ramanap Red and Zombies mm-hmm. um, the is the Indomitable you know really good in Mirrors as yeah. well I think that is an interesting one as well the one Ronus yeah. like, that's not an auto include for, no for definitely not decks, you know? yeah yeah. Um, like, yeah it does seem very good yeah the 22 lands that's I don't know, they did play 23 before yeah before, um, mm-hmm. or 23 yeah, all, all my decks have been playing 22 yeah, the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like it's not like twenty two is a, is a good number because you yeah. also have then the I mean you have tunes and servants. Yeah, you have tunes and servants. So you you know effectively thirty mana sources. Yeah. Um, there there is some interesting stuff with the lands here though. It's it's less spiral of canal, so it's got, it's down to two. I think a lot of lists are playing three. It's so, gone so, up and some, down. Yeah, yeah, up and down. Yeah, but um, less game trails. So only one game trail and and um, three shelter ticket instead. 
Yeah, I kind of like that to be honest. I feel Me too. like I feel like the value from cycling. I feel like I feel like across the board in standard, people are just going to start picking up more of the cycling lands in their decks. Yeah, just yeah. as they realize, like, oh, this this is really good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and obviously, when rotation happens, they're going to be forced to. But mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like even right now, it's a good choice to, <laughs> yeah, to add more. It's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I mean, I feel like Game Trail is probably the, literally the worst land in the deck. Oh yeah, no, it's so, terrible. Yeah, it's awful. Um. Which is another reason why I like that Jeskai gift, because you get to move away from port towns, which I despise. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I just hate those lands from Innistrad. Sorry. Yeah, they're not very fun. Sorry, designers. <laughs> um, in the sideboard, we have an extra braid. We have four negates, as we mentioned earlier. Two Radiant Flames, two Tardis Trackers, two Chandra Torch of Defiance, two Bigger Chandra, Flame Collar, and two Confiscation Coup. Yeah, it's, uh, so, it's pretty great. Yes. Yeah, kind of twos all the way down, except for the braid and the gate. Yeah, I'm not too sure on the even split of Torch of Defiance and Flamecaller. I guess you're bringing them in in different mm-hmm. matchups a lot of the time. Although I would maybe bring both in against Black Green, to be honest. I, wouldn't, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, both, I are, think... both are fine against Black Green. Mm-hmm. But neither are amazing. Maybe you just don't bring them in at all. Maybe yeah. you're, you've, yeah. you've got enough spots when you're bringing in your trackers and your confiscation coups already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe, maybe just a bigger bigger one for Black Green. I mean, yeah. I think, well, everything can go over four toughness pretty quickly, but yeah. Like, yeah. you can get in there. Flamecaller really good against zombies. Yes. Yeah, you really need it against Beautiful. zombies. Yeah, yeah, and Radiant Flames also good. Yeah, Radiant Flames is just fucking so sweet. It's so <laughs> good. I started playing that recently uh, yeah. over Sweltering Suns, and it's been so much better for me. Yeah, yeah. The the I don't know what would you call it the um, the flexibility of yeah. of being able to, like it it does come up. Yeah, yeah. Cast it for one. Um, yeah, cast it yeah. for one. Kill a couple of crit breakers. Yeah, cast it for two. <laughs> yeah. you know your yeah. Hydra and your Tracker with a counter on it survives. Yeah, yeah. or your Cobra, or whatever. It's brilliant. Mm-hmm. It's, it's brilliant. Really good. Yeah. Got a nice Japanese playset from Gamers World. Lovely. Oh yeah. yeah. I think I have the um, uh, Japanese playset. They just had that line around. It was the only ones they had. Yeah. So yeah that's weird. <laughs> I have the I have the game day ones. Oh nice. Um. Yeah. So I think this the this list really well tuned. Um, lots of nice choices for the for the metagame. Uh, do you think they ever came up against like a control control deck? No, I don't know. How there. many hydras have they got? They got four hydras? Four hydras, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they were fine. Yeah, they yeah, got just, their raids. Ronas yeah, is also drama, quite everything. good against control. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, Ronas, maybe the blue red deck can just kind of ignore if they can deal with everything else. I'm not really sure how that True, works. yes, yeah. yes, true. Yeah, um, but, but like on curve but it does mean that anything that they draw is good yeah exactly yeah, yeah. but that's generally true anyway for this deck true yeah everything yeah. you draw is good yeah, like yeah. Glorybringer might be one of your worst draws against yeah, control yeah a 4-4 flyer would have yeah so yeah we see Glorybringer got out three copies here uh, which again was already Most happening I think yeah, I'm, the, I'm the only person that plays four yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not changing it's too good I would like to maximise my chances of drawing this card exactly yeah and then top decking another one and then the third one just for the beats yes just so your opponent can blame your good draws and not their uh, lack of good play yeah, yeah, their exactly. loss. or lack of four glory bringers <laughs> yeah and then, they, <laughs> then they get tilted boom yeah. too many glory bringers too much glory was brought it is really the filthiest top deck it's, yeah, yeah, yeah it's pretty moment. disgusting yeah. yeah it can completely turn the game around yeah um, anyway that's their that's their deck list um, it looks pretty good team energy players you know copy it yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I'll buy it it is definitely yeah, yeah. like I don't know if there's many changes I would make I would maybe drop one Sky Sovereign for one Confiscation Coup sure uh, yeah, yeah. Main, yeah you can do one that's how I've been running it recently and like 
It depends. I guess that depends specifically how much black green you expect. Because Sky Sovereign's, well, I don't know. Sky Sovereign's at its best against black green, but Koo is also extremely good against yeah, them. Yeah, Koo is great. And I think Koo is better in the mirror than Sky Sovereign is probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think it's that might be a tough call as well. Actually, I don't know. Yeah, like six power is a lot in the mirror. It is. Mops up all the little guys. Yeah, you can get in and if they have Chandra's in the main deck, you can get in and kill her Chandra. That, yeah. Yeah. yeah, depends. Depends what people are running, I guess. Uh, Confiscation Coup in the main would be pretty good against uh, Godfather's Gift. Yeah, it definitely is. Yes. Yeah, steal yeah. your gift. Yeah. Bring maximum four for us. Yeah. Or steal your gate to the afterlife and do nothing with it. Oh. I have to do that against you. Yeah. That's pretty good. Didn't feel good. At least you got to loot. I got to loot. Yeah. Yeah. I think Game I gained my life. life. And then I just died to the next Godfather's gift, I think. Yeah. You got to search target library for this card. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I didn't. Uh, I did not activate the ability. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's that's pretty much our analysis of the standard metagame. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Um, Ever adapting. This is it. I think you can yeah. feel good about bringing any of these decks yeah. to a yeah. tournament. Yeah, I mean, I guess at this point, if you're thinking of building a deck and you haven't built one, just be careful about rotation because it's coming up. Yeah, well, the, the good thing about this particular deck is that it barely rotates at all. Like, yeah. barely anything rotates. Yeah. Um, like, who even got, lose? You lose a few lands. Yeah, get one game trail from this list. Yeah, Tracker. Like, do you yeah, lose any? You lose Tyrell Tracker. Tracker. That is, that's, that's a big one, actually. It is. Yeah, but well, you lose Flame Flames as well. Yeah, but like, but, like, like you I'm Radiant Flames. Well, you can replace those with Swap. Yeah, Swap. Yeah, 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 really yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, this this deck is definitely going to be good post rotation as yeah, well. Yeah, I think it's definitely a good starting point, at least. That's something to be considering whenever we start seeing spoilers. We can be thinking, well, does this is the. Does this either. Does this fit into a teamer or does it host teamer? Yeah, yeah. And the green black decks. Quite a lot of them survive rotation, like the energy-based ones. Yeah, energy constrictor decks do. Yeah. Obviously, Delirium is all going away. Yeah, Delirium so, yeah. is going to be completely gone. Yeah, that version is going to be gone. Uh, the value 2-3 version, <laughs> Black Green 2-3. Yeah, that's also <laughs> that's, coming, that's, that's kind that's of going to be gone too as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there'll be no Nissa as well. So. Yeah, oh, actually, that's no, actually wait, a big I'm, hit for that is It is, yeah. 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 Um, the Mono Red one, the, as we said, loses Falconrath Corridor and Sendry Flow, Village Messenger. That's about it. Yeah. And uh, Godfarrow's Gift actually loses, loses very little as well. Oh, yeah. yeah that's pretty good, really. Yeah. You know, if you're playing the Blue Eye version, it loses Thraven Inspector and the Lands, but it seems really like the yeah. Jeskai version is ju- just as good, if not better. So. Yeah. But you're losing and you'll lose Neonate, Neonate there. Yeah. yeah, you'll lose Neonate there. Yeah, that's true. Actually, that's that's kind of a loss. I think you've got to go to red, I think. Yeah. yeah. And your, your, uh, your Mausoleum Wanderer one off, you'll be losing as well. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> they they, they'll reprint it. I am devastated. Yeah. Um, yeah so that's going to be it for us this week I think yeah um, so yeah we have uh, you can you can hit us up on Twitter if you want to know at Skullcrack yes at Skullcrack on Twitter if you want to know any any of our further thoughts about standards yeah if you want to ask us what you should play we'll definitely tell you a good deck and not a terrible deck yeah, yeah. definitely <laughs> um, you can email us at Skullcrackpodcast at gmail.com please do email us yeah <laughs> we'll be hilarious yeah uh, we love to talk. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's going to be it. Yeah. Cool. Cheers, Barry, for our music as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, as yes. always, yes, Barry. Barry Cannon. Check him out on yes. SoundCloud and on Twitter at, I can't remember his Twitter, but if you just search Relax With Me Parodies, his music comes up. 
Yeah, he's so. been doing a lot of um, Dota stuff. Yeah, Dota 2 uh, parodies. Mashup with Hamilton. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Ham- Hamilton the musical. Two of my uh, favorite things. If, you, if you're into that uh, and video games, check out his music. Mm-hmm. He's incredibly talented yeah, as well. Brilliant singer, great good. producer, great musician. So yeah. uh, if that's your thing, check it out. Yeah, you sure. can always find the links to his stuff uh, in our show notes. And I'll put any other stuff that we talked about in the show notes as well. Including the uh, pirated episode of episode six of Game of Thrones. Yeah, I'll include. Well, no, I won't include a link to that in case we get sued or something. But um, it'll be out though by then anyway. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, sure, it's fine. Yeah, I'll, I'll provide you with the link to the HBO website. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, that's going to be it for us. Bye, guys. See you guys. Bye, bye. solar eclipse and it's going to get dark is it getting dark now it's well i think we missed it i think it's getting quite dark in this room but i think it's just because of nighttime. yeah yeah i I didn't really notice any significant darkening of the sky at that point there yeah i I think it would be really cool if it was in the middle of the podcast it was completely dark that would be like oh sweet yeah didn't happen it didn't um but one time everything did go dark in uh in the in the 19th century in the u.s was not caused by it is, it is not caused by the solar eclipse, but caused by a plague of locusts. And this is a pretty interesting story, somewhat related to magic. But before, <laughs> but before I begin... Extremely um, tangentially related to magic. And I was also going to tangent from the tangent. Uh, Danny, do you know what a locust is? If I said, what's a locust? It's an insect. Well, yeah. yes. It's uh, like a sort of... I don't know, like a nice cockroach. You see? Yeah. Isn't yeah. it? Like, less um, gross. Well... It's like, um, like what? Do you want me to describe it physically? No, I suppose I go. But basically, it's literally. It's up until nineteen twenty one. They thought it was a completely different insect. So what happens is we see in all throughout history, in all in the Bible and in 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 magic, we see a plague of locusts just coming out of nowhere mm-hmm. and just air and everything and then disappearing. So mm-hmm. okay. a lot of people thought it was just a completely different species of grasshopper. It turns out they're just. Grasshoppers. Oh, it's just a grasshopper. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So what happens is during during drought and like desert in desert areas. Uh, you know, the grasshoppers would kind of so grasshoppers in general are really kind of docile animals or docile creatures. They if they usually run away when they see another one, they don't they don't really interact with each other very much. Okay. But during times of drought, uh, they'd all flock to kind of usually one very small area of mm. grass, and they'd have lots of them in a very condensed region. And then because they're in such uh, such, such tight concentration, they start rubbing their hind legs off one another, and it causes some kind of chemical reaction in the brain, which just makes them go. Just crazy, and they they start eating everything. Their their muscles get very large. Whoa. They even turn darker, and then they start to flock towards each other. And then it's, it's when it's when they move from these small you know little areas, they just spread it everywhere and eat mm. everything, which they did in Nebraska in in eighteen seventy five. So this is a, a species of grasshopper called the Rocky Mountain grasshopper, which uh it, it lives in the Rocky in the Rocky Mountains in eighteen seventy five. In eighteen seventy five, this phenomenon happened where they're all condensed in a very small area, and they flew over the mountains, kind of. Eastwards, it's like just plains and plains of, of, of prairies, so okay. they just grew to very, very, very mm-hmm. large number. So, yeah, according to um, 
Yeah, according to a US etymologist, uh, uh, Jeffrey Lockwood, he described this phenomenon that happened in this year. So he said that, he, he, he as an eyewitness, he described this uh, horde, of, this horde of locusts as being 1,800 miles long and <laughs> 110 miles wide. He said it's a combined area of Connecticut, Delaware, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, New, New, Hampshire, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, and Vermont combined, wow. which is like the same landmass as Spain. Yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I completely this. Actually, I suppose just to backpedal a bit. A bit. Uh, this uh, I, I learned this today from a, a news editor by a guy called Dan Lewis. Do you know this? It's a, it's a news editor called Now I Know. Yeah. Um, literally, it sends you a fun fact every day. Okay. Uh, you sign up for that it. And, and so this was today's one because of the eclipse. Okay. Is. So, uh, yeah, so this, you know, this big, huge pile of, <laughs> this big, huge pile of angry grasshoppers was devastated, um, you know, the, the, the eastern uh, prairie lands of, of mm-hmm. in Nebraska and uh, and Kansas and all that. Okay. Uh, so there's, like, there's lots of the, there's, there's, and there's lots of lots of different accounts. Uh, so so there's a, an author, uh, Laura Singled Wilder, just described this as, um, it's the sounds of millions of, of jaws chewing and biting. Just, you just hear it so loudly. And people said that it was a, 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 so. First of all, the devoured crops, the devoured grass, and also the devoured wood, and leather, and the wool, and the wool off sheep. And people, like, people That's talked about how like it used to, it would eat the clothes off your back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it was it was absolutely bonkers. So um, yeah, so it was it was so in the nineteen twenties they realized that these are just grasshoppers gone mad. Uh, it was only relatively re- relatively recently in, in a lab in Oxford they re- they 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 pinpointed the kind of actual chemical reaction that causes this change. It's just it's a serotonin, mm-hmm. which is it's a which is a chemical that regulates uh, like anxiety and depression and and so so like they so in controlled laboratory environments they, you can take a grasshopper, just massage its hind legs for about two hours, and it turns into <laughs> it turns into a locust. Well, okay. You can do stuff like you, you can inject serotonin serotonin yeah. into them, and they 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 make they go through this. Metamorphosis. So they just do they just become like super happy? Is that it's it's it's, it's like they it kind of changes the way they want to interact with other with other with other uh, grasshoppers. Okay. They okay. want to have more grasshopper sex. Um, <laughs> well, yes, and then so yeah, in, in 1875 they absolutely destroyed everything, and then this particular species of grasshopper just disappeared, and in 1902 they're gone, and they're now they're extinct. They're extinct now. It was what? like it's like they just had this huge surge of of a population, and out of nowhere they're just gone. Whoa! Yes. Yeah. Uh, what makes it happen like on mass like that? Do people know? It's, yeah, it's, it is just like almost it's, uh, it's caused by uh, just drought, so it is like based right, on right. weather. Okay, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. So there we go. So we, there's the, the 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 place is going dark now, but it's not caused by grasshoppers. It's not caused by an eclipse. It's yeah. caused by nighttime. Actually, this this reminds me completely of, of completely unrelated. There was a time when so. There was a lunar eclipse a few years ago, or probably about ten years ago now. Mm-hmm. We all went out to the beach with some cans to go and watch it, uh, and then a, a mutual friend of ours who we shall remain nameless, I uh, overheard him on the phone later on at night saying, "Oh, we went to see so we then went to see the lunar eclipse, but we didn't really see much. Uh, a shadow got in the way." Technically correct. Yes, exactly. Last time there was a solar eclipse like this, uh, I was falling in love, but now. I'm only falling apart. <laughs> Jesus Christ. There's nothing you can do. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? Okay. <laughs> you, want to, you want to talk about the locusts again? Well, I, I thought you were going to build up something about the locust god for some reason. Oh, no, yeah. I, I, it's, it's, it's the same. Oh, yeah. That's, it should be called, instead of uh, being called the locust god, it should be called the big angry grasshopper god. Oh, okay. Yeah. Probably, probably, yeah. probably couldn't call it that because it probably wouldn't fit on the implication. Yeah. 
Okay, goodbye. Totally, totally based and bamboozled there. Oh, okay. Okay, that's going to be it from us. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.